Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 657, all about asset allocation, by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. And I am Dan, I'm here each weekday reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the web, and I'm gonna keep this intro nice and short for you today, but if you like the podcast, please do stick around until the end. For now, let's hear today's post as we optimize your life. All About Asset Allocation by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com Sometimes I use the phrase asset allocation at cocktail parties to sound smart. The host, whose party I'm crashing, usually looks at me surprised and asks me one question. How did you get in here? Then I leave, usually. Anyway, asset allocation is a fancy way of describing where you put your money. For instance, 50% in stocks, 20% in index funds, etc. It's like outlining a paper. You wanna know where you're going with your investments. Otherwise, you just get a hodgepodge of random investments with no central goal. You have a certain amount of money, let's just say $10,000 to make it easy, that you want to invest. Where do you put it? People ask me this question all the time as if I'm just going to tell them the answer. Sadly, the truth is that it takes some thinking. Here are the questions you should ask yourself. One, when do you need this money? If you need it in two to three years, like for a car or a home, you're going to invest in a much more conservative investment than if you don't need the money until retirement. This is because the market is volatile. So over one or two years, your money could go up or down quite a bit. But from past trends, we can feel comfortable that the market will eventually go up over a long period of time. In other words, your risk is mitigated over a long period of time. But if you invest for the short term, you will necessarily invest more conservatively. Two, what's your risk tolerance? Besides your time horizon, are you comfortable with risk? If you saw your investment drop 10% tomorrow, would you be okay with that? I hate to give simplistic answers, but I'm just going to be honest here. The answer should be, I don't care because I don't need the money for 20 plus years. I hear people, especially young people saying, I'm afraid of investing in stocks because look what happened during the dot-com bust. That's like saying you don't like eating at a Chinese restaurant because you're afraid they'll secretly feed you dog. Generally, it's not as if these people have carefully weighed out the risks and rewards of investing. It's just that they've heard buzzwords like the market is risky and my uncle lost all his money investing in Cisco. Don't be stupid, please. If you're in your 20s, you should be very comfortable with investing in riskier investments like stocks 
compared to, say, bonds. I'm not saying you should invest in risky stocks like startups. Please listen to that last sentence. Instead, I'm saying the investments you choose after studying the investment carefully should factor in that you're young and risk-seeking. Yeah, I said it. You are actively seeking risk because remember, risk equals higher potential for reward. Three, what are your goals? Your investment choices depend not only on your timeline, but your goals. Once you've answered those basic questions, you're ready to start thinking about allocating your assets. In general, young people keep their money in stocks, index funds, and cash. Don't forget to keep some of your investment money in cash, in addition to some in savings. It's a good idea to keep some in case you see a spectacular investment you want to make. Your savings, on the other hand, should be for short-term goals and emergencies. In general, the younger you are, the higher your percentage of stock should be. As you get older, you'll naturally get conservative, switching into protection mode instead of hyper-growth, and you'll want to get more into index funds, bonds, etc. For now, if you have no idea where to start, you might start by buying an index fund. It's okay that it's 100% of your portfolio for a few months. Remember, index funds are, by definition, diversified. Then, as you get more comfortable with investing, start looking for more aggressive investments. You can also use the links in this post to create different scenarios for your finances based on different allocations. Excuses you may have. But Ramit, you might say, I don't have $10,000. Don't worry, that was just an example number. If you have $1,000, you can basically replicate an allocation. Just beware of trading fees, etc. You don't want to invest $100 in a stock and pay a $25 trading fee, for example. Why does your asset allocation only cover stocks, index funds, and cash? What about actively managed mutual funds and bonds? What about bond funds, ETFs, and REITs? Do you think I'm really smart because I know all these cool words? First of all, I really don't like you. But you're right, there is more than just stocks, index funds, and cash. But for most 20-somethings, those three are the important investments. Yes, as you get to be a more sophisticated investor, your allocation will change. But for now, those are the primary investments most young people will have. You just listened to the post titled All About Asset Allocation by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. 
keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. And before we go, if you enjoyed this episode today from Ramit, and if you like this crazy idea of reading blogs to you for free, it would be great if you could share this podcast with somebody today. You can email them or text them a link to oldpodcast.com slash listen, or even better, maybe you're able to actually subscribe them to the podcast right there on their smartphone. It is a really big help to keep this show going. And that'll do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. I will be back with you tomorrow where I'll have a post from Mapped Out Money. So I'll see you there in the Wednesday show where your optimal life awaits.